misinformation, and propaganda. Gullibility is one of the supreme crises of this moment in history. Subjectivity is the new objectivity. Fiction, non-fiction, it's all relative now. And it's all good, apparently. Except that a casual approach to truth and fact is turning the whole world into a minefield of volatility and mistrust. Now, more than ever, we tread a path of explosive uncertainty. The direction in which we should proceed is nebulous, as one calls it left and the other calls it right, and one calls it north and the other calls it south. This is ridiculous. These days, misinformation is literally getting people killed. Just look at the coronavirus pandemic. More than half a million Americans dead. That number didn't have to be so large. We know why that happened. Conspiracy theory has entered its golden age. It's not the fringe element anymore. Now it's almost fashionable. It seems at some point we got our news wires and our entertainment wires crossed. We like our entertainers so much, in fact, that we make them our leaders. As if that makes sense. Here is the formula for propaganda. I will tell it to you now. I want you to recognize it. There is a false narrative that someone wants to peddle whatever their motive. It cannot be a total lie, for that is too easily debunked. The lie must be craftily interwoven with a few threads of truth, adding just enough legitimacy to confuse and thereby mislead. This is the game we're playing now with each other, one in which the rules themselves mean different things to different people. It's a useless stalemate of a situation. I'm not saying that everyone is stumbling around in a gossamer fog of unreality. Some people are not easily fooled. But the problem is so pervasive as to be truly alarming. It's everywhere now. It's global. Misinformation and propaganda. This is public enemy number one. How did we get here? How did this predicament go so viral, replicating itself into a full-fledged nightmare? You know the answer. It is something that is also precious, something we hold dear, an invention that's truly invaluable, wonderful, and liberating. 
but all good things have their dark shadow, it seems. And so, the information superhighway can just as easily become the misinformation superhighway. I love the Internet and consider it one of the crown jewels of human progress. But it is still a young, wild stallion, and sometimes we're going to get kicked in the face, or worse. The very things that make it a gem also make it a potentially lethal weapon in the wrong hands. And there are a lot of wrong hands these days, armed with keyboards more powerful than guns. Barring some apocalyptic event that sets us back a few decades, there is no going back. The technological genie is out of the bottle, and we don't want to put her back anyway, for she is way too charming and helpful. There's always an enormous price to pay for greatness. This is karmic law. The magnitude of the price we are now paying for this marvelous tool is actually some indication as to just how great it really is. We are going to solve some problems of this world with the Internet. Apparently we're going to exacerbate some, too. Okay, so now just about anyone and everyone has an even playing field to work with, relatively speaking. We are now all disseminators, all publishers, without editors. We all have opinion columns, and we all have opinion tribes to whom we subscribe. The Internet is the new tribalism. Inflammatory rhetoric is working us all up into a frenzy. We used to just get pissed off, followed by the normal cooling-down period. Now we're in a state of sustained rage, constantly reinforced and amplified in our echo chambers of choice. To be effective, propaganda must tap into emotion and passion. In other words, it must follow along some line of our natural bias. We won't be receptive to the message otherwise. It can't be a totally new can of worms we're opening. People don't have patience for that. One is naturally of a liberal or a conservative temperament, and all of a sudden they're expected to toe the party line and fully adhere to a whole collection of superimposed values that don't necessarily make much sense. Most of us are a little more nuanced than that. But our tribe wears us down. We buy the message hook, line, and sinker after much indoctrination. We're theirs. Now we are proponents of propaganda. All of us are guilty to some degree, in some regard. You could claim that you're an independent, but really, that's just another tribe. I will speak more about the Internet in future. I do think some regulation will be necessary, not to stultify its freedoms, but to ensure them. Giving safe digital harbor to every single idea under the sun 
doesn't seem to be working out well. At first glance, yes, it looks like freedom. It feels like freedom. Then you reflect a bit more and realize just how many dangerous falsehoods are now lurking in this harbor. Can we and our loved ones safely navigate these waters now? Is that freedom? Perhaps we need an Internet Constitution. I actually think that makes a lot of sense. I, too, am wary of the Thought Police, so please don't misunderstand my intention. We could definitely do this incorrectly and turn a wonderland of knowledge, albeit with some major kinks, into something even more insidious and dystopian. It is true that rules and regulations and codes of conduct can backfire, so it had better be done thoughtfully and with impartiality. This is the tightrope we walk with new technologies. Misinformation and propaganda are not new and have certainly caused lots of trouble in the past. But now they have an instantaneous worldwide platform and no real monitors. We are in peril. Science and rational thought, for instance, are taking a real beating. Way too many people are buying into foolishness because it's kind of fun. A lot of people just don't like inconvenient truths, and so they simply choose not to believe them. There is a whole army waiting in the wings ready to back them up. This is a subtle form of anarchy. If you are an activist, fighting misinformation is a worthy cause, though you will have many opponents. If you're a pacifist and don't care to fight that fight, at least don't fall prey to the madness. Accurately informed people are now a rare breed. At a minimum, make the effort to get right information. It's a tall order these days. Diversify your news sources and think critically. If it's too entertaining or too opinionated, be wary. Those things have their place, but they should not claim to be journalism. That is not news. That is someone's feeling about the news. Facts and interpretation of them is not the same. I'll talk more about that soon. As stated before, the magnitude of this problem is epic, possibly existential. Even pulling the plug on the Internet will not solve this problem, which we won't be doing anyway, and please don't. Somehow we have got to get back to some level of fundamental agreement on things. One could only hope. Those days now seem relegated to a more innocent past, when things weren't quite so digital. Don't you miss paper? There is no total solution to misinformation, because some will always fabricate, exaggerate, and lie to achieve their own ends. If we do not deplatform them, 
by some sort of ground rules and consensus, we're doing everyone a disservice. Misinformation. Propaganda. These things cannot be stopped. But they can be managed. 